0: continuing with our cosmology and there's so many dimensions of the universe to explore and we were talking about where should we go next but uh, Ajahn Punadamo proposed that we explore the the northern continent mm-hmm. and uh, the, the poly name for that is uh, Utara Kuru, and is that Utara means north? Is it, yes. And Kuru, what, what is that? Is
1: that kind of the... Um, I think it's just a name. Mm -hmm. I don't think it has, uh, I may be wrong, I don't think it has a particular meaning. Mm -hmm.
0: And where are the references for the inhabitants of Uttarakhandu?
1: There is primarily two texts. There is the Atanatya Sutta, which is one of the last suttas in the Digha Nikaya, and uh, the expansion in the commentaries of that. And there's also a long section in the sub-commentary, the Tika, mm. uh, and Gutru nakaya where there's just a brief mention <coughs> of Atarakuru. the Tarakuru. Um, the sub-commentary goes into a long description. And the Atanatya
0: Sutta is actually chanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it is actually uh, given to the Buddha, or the Buddha learns it, And then passes it on to the monks so they can use it as a protection Mm -hmm. when wandering in these realms. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's a very interesting, so it's still chanted in Thailand. I highly recommend it as a protective or a paritta Mm -hmm. uh, sutta.
1: Although the section, I I think, dealing in detail with the Turakuru is less often chanted. Mm -hmm. It's it's not the. um, Sometimes the full sutta is chanted. Yeah, most of the, at least the verse sections, but the section dealing uh, with the names of the previous Buddhas is what's usually chanted. Mm-hmm. Then there's an, another section describing uh, life in the Tirtha Right, and they
0: mm-hmm. they seem to be familiar with the previous seven Buddhas. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they yeah. they high it's a highly potent kind of protective spell. Yes, for that. So let's uh, talk. Uh, about who, what these beings are, what, what realm
1: do they inhabit? Okay, they're human. They're considered part of the human realm, ah. but they're quite different from us. It's a variation of human humanity. Uh, we should probably start with the geography yeah. and make it clear. Um, I, I think we went over it in the first uh, uh, conversation uh, a little bit about the geography that the mm-hmm. center of the world system is this massive mountain, Mount Sinaru mm-hmm. or Mount Meru in, in Sanskrit. Yeah. And that's surrounded by seven rings of mountains and outside of that is a vast belt of ocean which is uh, 300,000 yojanas wide. Mm-hmm. And in that vast ocean, there are four islands, island continents, that are at the four cardinal points, north, south, east, west. And in the scale of the whole thing, they're rather like very small specks, but they are uh, themselves, thousands of yojanas wide. Mm-hmm. The one in the south is Jampu Deepa, mm. which is uh, where humans as we know them live. Mm. And it was conceived as being triangular in shape, and the northern half covered in mountains, so you can see that the indian yes. psyche you know so the known world was India, yeah right. the other continents, the other three we should be careful not to confuse them with modern scientific geography. they're nothing to do with that they're not It's not like the western continents America or mm-hmm. anything like that they're much further away they 're unreachable by human means, only by magical means yeah, and uh, the one on the north side of Mount Meru <laughs> is Utarakuru hmm. and it 's the only one that is described in any detail. Ah. the other two are rather vague there's not much about them yeah uh, and what we have for Utarakuru in the it is two rather different, you know, quite different, and uh, perhaps incompatible descriptions. Mm. You know? And where are they found, uh, these two different uh, descriptions? The um, principal source for uh, the first description is a sub-commentary to the Guttur Nikaya, mm. which is rather a late text. Yeah. Um, and that describes the Uttarakura as a kind of um, primitive paradise, a state of nature. Uh, The human beings that live there, everything is is kind of perfect. Hmm. They have a lifespan of a thousand years and they don't suffer from any illness Hmm. or uh, physical disability. Everyone is perfect and beautiful. Hmm. And it's also… in the ethic of the place everyone keeps perfectly the five precepts hmm. and no one has a sense of me or mine. Mm-hmm. So it ends up being rather like um, primitive communism. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, it's that when someone in Utarokuru uh, wants to go swimming, mm-hmm. they take their clothes off and jump into the, to the river and swim about, and then they come out onto the shore somewhere else and pick up the first pile of clothes they see, and go on their way.
0: <laughs> this is a, a hippie commune. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, Uh And when they want to sleep at night, yes. there are bowers in the trees that are perfectly shaped for, mm. like, human habitation. And they go and climb yeah. up in the trees and sleep. And all kinds of things that you might want, including food and clothing, grow on different trees, and they mm. just pick them. Mm. Well. And they don't um, they don't experience uh, sexual desire most of the time, mm-hmm. except once a week. <laughs> once a week. <laughs> once a week they all pair off, <laughs> <laughs> and, and this you know this is how they reproduce. Huh. And then they you know they spend the night together and they go their separate ways. And there's no jealousy or possession or interesting. <clears throat> and when they give birth, it's interesting too. The well, women. <clears throat> give birth without any pain or discomfort, the baby emerges easily Hmm. and uh, she makes a little nester of leaves and things beside the road and lays the baby in it and then walks away. Hmm. That's all she has to do with it. Hmm. And any passerby Hmm. gives the baby a finger to Hmm. suck. Hmm and milk comes out of the tip of their finger.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This uh, is quite a fable, isn't it? I mean, it's really an interesting Mm. idea of ideal conditions. And uh, are there any downsides to this place?
1: Not in this description. Mm -hmm. And even when they die, they die easily and without any pain. Mm -hmm. And there's no corpses on the island. As soon as they die, a bird comes and carries them away and drops them on another island. Wow. So that description is, um, you know, quite paradisical. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's the other description that, that has the, the um, continent ruled by yakas, mm-hmm. who live in, in uh, aerial cities, <clears throat> like floating cities. Mm-hmm. And they hunt humans from this continent and enslave them and use them like draft animals. They either ride on them or have them pull carts and carriages. Hmm. And
0: they are getting these beings from the northern continent? From the southern continent. from From the southern continent. From our Ah, continent. Ah, I see. Abducting
1: them. They abduct um, uh, humans that have a wrong view. Ah, I see.
0: Huh. And these humans that have been abducted are put into service, and they don't have a pleasant uh, life. They're no. kind of uh, so that it has. It's very interesting. It's a kind of a a manifestation of consciousness if with wrong view. Life is burdened, or you are,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you feel burdened,
1: yeah. uh, or ridden, and um, you're susceptible to that exploitation. Yes,
0: and also abduction. Anybody who meditates knows what it is to be kidnapped mm. and uh, taken away uh, by your deep fears and concerns and your mm-hmm. preoccupations. Yeah, and yeah. Your lack of attention. Yes. Mm. So there's. It's interesting. Why do you think there are two? Uh, such differing interpretations was one earlier than the other or later than the other uh,
1: it's it's difficult to say um they probably the most likely explanation is they represent two different traditions mm-hmm. uh although the text in Pali that we have describing the um, state of nature paradises is, is is uh newer taxes more recent. There it does reference a older view that's found in pre-Buddhist literature hmm. of uh, some kind of magical place in the far north that they call the Tarakuru, yeah. Where there has some some details actually um carry over, like the birds carrying corpses away is mentioned. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it may that may be an older view. The um uh the fact that the um, in in the version where the Yakas rule, the fact that they take their human slaves not from Aturakuru but from Jampuddipa mm-hmm. could indicate that the two views might coexist. You know, mm-hmm. there might be like most of the continent they're mm-hmm. living in a state of nature the yakas rule over the place and protect them, but don't bother them, mm. but use humans from elsewhere as their servants. And the, the lord of the yakas is Wesawana, who's quite mm. an important figure. Yes. He's one of the four great kings, and he's the, the lord of the north. And he comes up elsewhere as being also king of the yakas. Mm. And he's um, quite, a, quite a taskmaster. Some, ah. He works, some of the yakas, he works them to death. Ah. He has sets them to, for example, there's a one yakka he worked to death, a female yakka he set to, gathering um, jugs of water from Lake Anotata, bringing them to him, <laughs> and, and uh, she was at this, and she had to do this for seven years without respite, and she died.
0: Hmm. Which I imagine is not Completely out of touch with reality. I, I imagine people did have to work sometimes to death in those ages, and I, I suppose today as well that people drop dead. At, yeah. In their attempt to make a living and yeah. bad jobs. Yeah. Yes. So having uh, these are you know dreadful burdens on consciousness. And there, it's an exploitative as well. So Vesavana is an exploitive CEO, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So any more details about the uh, activities in the northern continent? Any of the other activities of these beings?
1: Um, they cook their food. Their rice grows uh, uh, already like white rice growing off a plant Mm and they cook it with these magical stones Mm -hmm. if you put three of these stones together they they glow red hot Mm -hmm. and uh, there's an account of one of the contemporaries of the buddha the 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 wealthy uh, man uh, jyotaka Mm -hmm. who had a wife from a turakuru Mm -hmm. was brought him brought her Mm -hmm. over and so uh, they're extraordinarily beautiful, the people from the Turakuru. So mm-hmm. we had this very beautiful wife. She used to cook the rice in this way. With, ah. She had, she brought three of these stones with her. And... Gee, you wonder
0: whether they had some exposure to certain kinds of technology that's mm-hmm. lost in time. Mm-hmm. Magnetic or something like that. Um, or maybe just wish, wishing, you know, because the collecting of firewood is such an onerous task yeah. that yeah. maybe some the idea of magic stones yeah. would have been appealing. That would be an ideal life where we just put three stones together. Yeah, they tried <laughs>
1: to think of every detail, that you know, how these people could live without any toil or you know, yeah. just a simple, mm-hmm. pleasant existence. Yeah.
0: Do you think the Buddha is putting his just kind of putting a little hair in the soup or something like that to because he does this uh, with the Aganya Sutta mm-hmm. he talks about a time when lifespans are very very long and everything mm-hmm. is ideal yeah. and, and it's based on the, the nature of virtue as the society becomes more virtuous uh, lifespan and, and beauty and ease of existence increases yes and he gets it up to a a very high state of, you know, three hundred thousand year lifespans, and at the, but at the same time, they still have to die, yeah, and they're still at point where aging begins, mm. and uh, then there's the problem of the inevitable uh, beginning of the decline of virtue as well. Mm-hmm. So maybe these stories of the Uttarakuru uh, at a thousand year lifespan are the roots of this and the buddha just takes mm-hmm. it and so sa- increases it to its in case you think that we could solve this problem of suffering yeah. by just virtue and and really long life where we don't have to worry about anything he uh he always puts a fly in the ointment yeah, uh I... saying that it's just the nature of entropies no system can ever finally arrive
1: Yes, I think that's a very good uh, good insight uh, because one of the things about these beings is when they die they are always reborn in the devaloka uh-huh. and no one becomes no one um, becomes awakened there no one becomes a stream winner uh-huh. there. and it's said that of the three that that, that of the four continents the beings in Dipa, although we you know have we have to work and suffer, and we have illness and that. We have three um, powers that are greater than the than the other continents, and also greater than the day was. Hmm. And those are the powers of courage, mindfulness, and the possibility of living in the holy life. Mm-hmm. Because the order, the
0: the also the sangha order is not. In, heaven, in, the, yes. in the heavens.
1: Yeah, that's what that third third factor means. Like, that, that's only available here on Jampadipa. Hmm. I suppose we have courage, because in,
0: in heaven you don't need courage. There's hmm. nothing to threaten you. There's no violence. There's nothing to yeah. deal with. So yeah. the, the attribute of having to raise courage, and why do you raise courage? Why should you have courage? Because uh, every now and then, the threat of death or mm. loss impinges on your life, and the only way to respond to it is is through courage. Mm. But if none of that happens, then you you never develop that
1: quality of courage. You know? When the Buddha goes up to the heaven realms and teaches there, most of the devas become frightened. Ah, they cry out, "Oh, we're so we are impermanent, so we shall perish."
0: Ah, yes, a little reminder. Yeah. And it's so easy, in just in ordinary life, I have people coming to me all the time that uh, suddenly get a diagnosis, and it's a shock. And if I ask them the day before if they they know that you know it's possible to get sick or die, they, they'll say, of course, you know, I'm, and most people even say, you know, I, I, can, I can handle it. I, I, I'm ready to die and so forth. But mm-hmm. this is the moment that the actual doctor is telling you something yeah. like that. It's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> we, some part of us is out of touch with our mortality and the Buddha is talking directly to that. He's, he's pointing it out and pushing your face into that truth. And the nicer and healthier your life is, the probably the more inclined you are to be out of touch with that mm. truth, yes. Um so any other details of uh Uttarakuru that uh struck you when you were researching this? Um well
1: regarding the Yakav version, uh they're, they're under the the rule of Vesavana, and he's also known as Kuvara, and he became um, in later tradition he became like the god of wealth ah. and prosperity. <laughs> yeah, um, so he is a CEO. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, as well, there's a kind of a. Interesting detail that he has twelve principal servants, mm-hmm. Yaka servants that you know like his board of directors. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if there isn't um, <clears throat> some solar symbolism going on. You know, very the much twelve signs
0: yeah. of the zodiac, yeah. twelve signs of the zodiac, and and you see this all across Asia as well. The twelve tribes of Israel, the twelve mm-hmm. disciples of Christ, and and the zodiac, the twelve. Moons and so forth. Yeah, these are um, u- ubiquitous across Asia. So, 12. And, uh, of course, they're very interested in astrology at mm-hmm. that time. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Astronomy and astrology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, so that's a nice little uh, visit to the two versions of the
1: northern continent. Of the other two continents, we have much less information. Pubo Wede is the continent of the west, mm-hmm. and Aparayoga is the continent to the east, and they're, they're nowhere described in any detail. Mm-hmm. The other thing, as you were talking about the this communalism, and
0: I kept thinking a little bit about the uh, Eskimo communities Mm-hmm. Which are of course, are far to the north, and that's one of the features is they did not have a concept of private property mm-hmm. yeah. even amongst their their wives, yeah. yeah, um they were easy to share wives yeah. on yeah it was you know, hospitality yeah, know. and all all the um instruments everything was communal really mm-hmm. yeah. well, they'd probably be stretching it to speculate that they they had some information like that, but perhaps. Um, that communal s- structure, of course, was was fairly common amongst all kinds of uh, tribes. I As think pre-agricultural, uh, yeah, right? pre-agricultural. Natural, so maybe a human a, it's a a legacy memory. Mm-hmm. And it's also this idea of the sort of this ideal life is comes up in Rousseau yeah. in European uh, ideas of the natural man, kind of a a rejection of c- civilization or high mm-hmm. technology. Mm-hmm. And the idealization of a primitive man, and we we also critique it as having some flaws in it when you really look at it. And so the yes. Buddha is is more or less critiquing that idealization of a of a previous harmonious age, mm-hmm. having some dukkha always always incipient in it. Yeah. Okay, so that's a little tour of Uttarakuru. Yes.